Hi, and welcome everyone. This is Seek Sustainable Japan. I'm JJ Walsh in Hiroshima, and I have the pleasure of catching up once again with Casey Bean in Ishikawa. Thanks so much for joining, Casey. Thanks for having me back. So, I was reviewing our talk from last time. It was summer of 2021,、mm -hmm. and we talked a lot about the garden. It was mostly focused on the garden. We have some other things to talk about your music, your 200th podcast. Yes. Yeah. Should we catch up a little bit on the garden at first? Yeah, sure.、Uh, so, I guess. I can sort of recap what we talked about、uh, generally about the garden in case people. Do you, you want to talk, like, maybe give us a philosophy of a forest garden? Because it was, it was a new concept to me, and you said you got the idea from other people、mm -hmm. uh, in Japan. So, what,、yeah. what is the philosophy of a forest garden? So, there are a few different sort of underpinning ideas.、Uh, the, the first, Probably broadest is that with a forest garden, you're trying to recreate、um, uh, the sort of ecology of an early, a young forest.、Um, if you imagine that you had like a, a vacant lot,、uh, and then weeds would spring up, and then eventually some、uh, flowers, and then trees, and you know, once it、uh, gets five or six or seven years into it, It's very diverse. There are different layers, and it's kind of max sort of ecology, the most species existing、um, in that time frame. You know, if you imagine like a real mature forest, it's the canopy is very thick and not a lot of sunlight can get down to the、uh, forest floor. So it limits the amount of plants and animals that can live there. So with a forest garden, we try to, you know, hit that sweet spot of a young forest where. Like it's all, going, it's all going off. And from a design standpoint,、uh, there are seven layers to a, a forest garden. You don't need to have all of them, but、um, there's a canopy layer. And then there's like a sort of、uh, sub canopy layer.、Um, and then you've got shrubs and things like, like blueberry bushes and things like that. Um, and then you've got other like perennial sort of leafy. Herbs and things that grow down below that. Then you've got ground cover,、uh, and then things that grow underground, and then things that vine,、uh, like kiwis and things like that.、Uh, there's also an emphasis on perennial、uh, plants that just keep coming back year after year, and also plant function.、Um, try to get plants that have more than one sort of purpose in the garden. Uh, it could be food producing,、um, but also attract bees when it flowers. It could be nitrogen fixing、um, or other mineral accumulators.、Uh, it could be something very,、um, you know, like one idea is like things like mints that smell very strong, sort of deter、uh, bad insects,、uh, whereas other plants attract beneficial insects. Like bees and、uh, parasitic wasps and things like that. So, yeah. Speaking yeah. of、uh, mints, you also advocate for shiso on your pizza. I love I that. I do, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a controversial opinion, apparently. <laughs> but、uh, I really I tried it. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. It's I, eat, I eat shiso with salad.、Mm -hmm. It's like, what is it called?、Uh, perilla leaf, right? In English. But, oh, is it? Okay. 
Oh man, I eat it with everything. I love yeah, shiso. It's yummy. And then the red shiso, making it into juice in summer, mm -hmm. having red shiso juice. It's okay. one of my favorites. Yeah, um, I want to try um, making pesto from shiso. I've never done that, oh. but it looks quite nice. Oh, that sounds good. Let me give a, a chat out to some people who've joined. We've got Daniel Patterson. We've got Mr. Miyazaki. We've got Dr. Fayez. Christian, oh, Suchi Heart. She's so on the pizza. Yes, please. He says, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mitchell McMillan. Great to see everyone on YouTube. Fantastic. Thanks for joining everyone. I love the bean pod. Always listening from Nagoya. Awesome. Oh, nice. Thank you. Bean Pod Nation coming out. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> your stickers have been traveling around the world. It's amazing. Yes. I went home uh, to Massachusetts over the summer. And while I was there, I had stickers made because it seems cheaper and faster to, to do it there. Um, and then I just basically gave them away first come, first serve. And they, they did. They're, they've gone all over the, all over the world. So... It was That's exciting amazing. to see people. I, I was really stuff. jealous. I was like, where's my bean pud sticker? I, I want one. Left, JJ, I can, I can make it happen for you. Yay. Yay. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So I, I enjoyed seeing your bean pud stickers traveling all over. Um, last time we talked, you you did talk about the function of the, the plants, that mm. it, it's wonderful if they're night nitrogen fixing and mm -hmm. you explained that that actually means they produce nitrogen or they're a nitrogen source not taking it away um they so that, that was new to me yeah they actually like if uh some plants if you dig up the roots they actually have like little nodules of nitrogen that forms and and other plants sort of feed off of that yeah you also talked about uh some of your favorite trees like this black locust is yes. that Still a favorite or do you how, how have the others been um uh the black locust is still my favorite um i just love it's a nitrogen fixing uh tree and those flowers that you can see are they just smell amazing in the spring um it's got a really cool leaf pattern that's sort of allows sunlight to filter through it so um you know you can plant things around the base of it and it still uh, you know, they can still get enough light. I will say that, uh, that black locust, it's suckers. Do you know what that is? It's like the, it sends out roots and they, it pops up like, you know, 50 feet away. One will start popping up out of the ground. So I have to keep an eye on that. Is that like bamboo does that? And a lot of other, yeah, you gotta yeah. contain it maybe yes. somehow. Uh, Mr. Miyazaki says, Shiso is the best herb in town. Stick it on everything, like an herbal post-it note. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so the garden and then the chickens. Uh, yep. It was interesting talking about the chickens and hearing that, uh, like, you bought it from the local garden center. You bought the chicks, and then you did hatch some as well. We were talking about last time, and then you've got some new ones. And the five eggs today, peak production, you talked yes. about. So they don't actually produce a lot of eggs, but. Yeah, uh, a few of them are sort of more temperamental about their laying habits. Um, so to, to get them all hitting on the same days is, is actually, recently it's been pretty good. We have quite a, a stash of eggs at the moment, but um, yeah, we got an influx of three new 
uh, chicks this past spring. And so they're young and uh, very productive at the moment. Yeah, it's wild because I, I was just talking to my, I teach a class once a week on environmentalism mm -hmm. at a local university. And we were talking about all the labels, the echo labels and eggs, echo labels are such a big deal in other countries, but you don't see them here. You don't see free range or mm -hmm. garden pasture or mm. uh, fair trade, or you don't, you just yeah. don't see those labels here. But that's one thing you mentioned. You like knowing where your eggs come from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say I've seen um, free range eggs at Costco. That's the only place I've seen them. But I don't buy many eggs these days, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm you not. don't need to. Yeah. Um, but but for Halloween, you did yes. uh, take on uh, egg like costume. I did. Well, those socks were sent by uh, my my friend Suhi, who is a was a recipient of a bean pod sticker. So in uh, sort of. As thanks for that, I assume she sent me those, and that, that sort of inspired the um, the Halloween costume. That was amazing. What did the kids think of your chicken costume? The, uh, well, my wife was really impressed with it because I just sort of threw it together in like fifteen minutes. I found that old sock and sort of fashioned the beak, um, and you know, I just she was impressed with my ingenuity. The kids didn't care that much. <laughs> I love it. And then we get to see the garden here. This was for yes. Halloween. Yeah. So you had the kids walk up the garden in the dark mm -hmm. just with the lights and then get their candy. Is that right? Like real yeah, American I had a, style? I had a Bluetooth speaker playing really creepy, you know, haunted house type sounds, uh, which was in the walkway that you can see there. So um, I, I've been organizing this in my neighborhood, just a trick-or-treating sort of event Um with people who have kids in the neighborhood and we haven't been able to do it for a few years because of the pandemic. Um, so this That's was the awesome. first time doing it again, but I love Halloween. So. Yeah. When my, my kids cute. were young enough to appreciate it. Now they, they go at drinking parties just like <laughs> adults. But uh, when they were kids growing up here, we used to organize something too. Mm. And it's uh, something more real like Halloween. Yeah. Um, but this collaboration you did to get the chicken socks and then your amazing collaboration with uh, Gaijin Mama, and we'll talk about later. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's, it's really, it reminds me of when I listen to your song, Don't Ever Change, mm. it really seems like you're talking about your Twitter community, right? So yeah, many great it's... people that have connected maybe through the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, I mean, it's, I, I would say it's primarily inspired by the sort of foreign uh, Twitter community, but then also just like people in my life in a more general uh, sense, you know, just knowing all kinds of people and basically everybody being kind of crazy, including myself. So uh, that's awesome. Would you mind playing that for us? Sure. Yeah. Let me do it. Okay. You all seem like such nice people. Does anyone know what we're doing here? Some of us seem content carrying on. 
some of us are hell-bent on making ourselves clear. You all seem like such nice people. Has anyone seen the sun today? Some of us seem to be stuck under a black cloud. Some of us wonder if it's ever gonna rain. And you all seem like such nice people. Has anyone seen the guy who used to be right here? Some of us can't get over the sound of our own voices. Some of us come around just to lend an ear. Don't ever change. I love you just the way you are. You all seem like such nice people. Has anyone ever seen a mess like this? Some of us don't mind crying in public. Some of us are just dying to be missed. And you all seem like such nice people. It's truly my pleasure to make your company. Some of our paths may diverge over the years. All of you left a certain mark on me. Don't ever change. I love you just the way you are. So we're a little strange. It's all work so far don't ever change I love you just the way you are so we're a little strange it's all working out so far it yay awesome and mr miyazaki says yay one of my top four faves i'm glad i chose one that other people love too that one just really resonated with me and it's it's the one that you also did a great collaboration with gaijin mommy you've done a few great collaborations but you are calling it uh peaceful 
at one point and then changed the title? Oh, I think. Uh, Is that a different one? I think it got that far. I think. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, where that tell came me, from. Tell me about how this collaboration with Gaijin Mommy happened because you guys <clears throat> have done such great, funny, funny work together. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's quite a, like a, a, a vicious Twitter drama uh, circle. But there's another uh, friend of ours, Gaijin Otosan, who uh, killed a huntsman spider in his uh, his countryside home, and uh, Twitter really didn't like that. And so I I just wrote a song, like a quick little song. I can't remember how it came about, but. Um, and then I, maybe I sent it to her because she was doing the, the Lego videos. And then after that, like, she's just, like, sends me messages once in a while, like, you know, recruiting me to write more songs. So I'm basically her, her bitch when it comes to comical uh, soundtracks for so, Lego videos. So was, it, was it Martin Killed the Spider? Was that the yes, first one? I think that was the first one, yeah. Oh, and then I've done a, just an instrumental of the Mary Tyler Moore theme song. Um, and then I just wrote one about her son uh, taking a selfie of his private parts. I think that's everything we've done together. Oh my gosh. I mean, her, her videos alone, the stop stop motion animation is it yeah called? i think so yeah. yeah so good and yeah. uh, just just about her normal experiences in japan uh which is very close to your podcast speaking of you just yeah. hit your 200th congratulations Thank that's you. amazing yeah the bean pod is uh sort of uh just a everyday life uh account weekly podcast that i've been doing for a couple of years now um, and, uh, yeah, re recently, I think because I'm getting more followers on Twitter, more people are listening to it. So like, it's been nice to in interact with everybody more and actually get people listening to it. I'd, I'd make it even if nobody listened to it, but it is rewarding that people actually do listen and sort of identify with it. So thank yeah, you everyone. Sure, for sure. I, I love your stories <clears throat> about how you didn't really plan on coming to japan you mm. didn't really plan on being a teacher like all these things happen to you like accidentally and you just go with the flow and yeah you know. yeah i've been very lucky in a lot of ways but and things have definitely worked out so far yeah awesome mm. um that reminds me of my next song choice i would love okay. for you to play uh the old hand but first i want to hear the story Okay. There must uh, be on your runs because you're an avid runner. You do lots of runs around the neighborhood. Yeah. Is, is this just putting together stories that you've seen along the way? So the first verse is uh, was inspired by that. And I talked about this on the Bean Pod. So apologies if you've already heard the story before. But I always run past these. You know, a lot of old people in Japan in Japan play ground golf, and uh, which is like croquet kind of just hitting balls with mallets and uh like frequently around this time of year like it's getting colder and like they're always like bundled up out there hitting their you know, playing ground golf and i always it's kind of a morbid thought but i always think like some of these people are gonna like not make it through the winter they're old and 
um so that's like the first verse of that is inspired by that and then i don't know just the other verses sort of um just came out came from that they're not so much based on other people i randomly see <laughs> running around but just the notion of you know growing older and and then from my perspective uh kind of looking to that sort of person for wisdom or something awesome. and uh, yeah my own sort of existential <laughs> yeah. dread i think uh, many of us who have lived in japan for a long time have certain parts of that song that we identify with we've seen mm. it ourselves yeah people seem to like that song and uh i don't know maybe it's like the most sort of appealing in a pop sense or or, or like m music sense that it, 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 it hits people in the ear somehow but shall i play that one yes please okay i've got all my lyrics here just in case i forget i haven't had a lot of time to practice today so Okay. Stop to look your hands, say more than your eyes. In your eyes, they're tired and read in between the lines. Old hand, now that you've seen it all, are you still keeping up with the times, or are you content? Letting them pass you by. Start. 
still grinning as it all winds down. His light goes by and often time feels like I'm doing it right. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to fall and for it all to tumble down around me to disprove everything I think I figured out and I bet you have a clue what I'm on about Yay! That was awesome. Thank you. And for anybody who's watching, not just listening, I'm showing pictures from your Twitter. I love seeing all your pictures around Ishikawa. It looks like such a beautiful place. I've had some. I've seen so many people, including myself, say, "Oh wow, you make me want to visit Ishikawa." <laughs> yeah, I, I need to. Uh, you know, I'm I'm like an ambassador. So. Yeah. 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 It's gorgeous here. It's uh, again, like this place that wasn't on my radar at all before I came to Japan. And even for a while after I got here and I, you know, ended up here one way or another. And uh, yeah, it's, it's got everything that you could want. Yeah. It, it want. really, some of your pictures really remind me of like mid America, like mm -hmm. driving cross country and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like you've got, a lot of flat, you don't have, mm. you have the distant hills, distant yeah. mountains, um, the farmlands, the yeah. the long poles, electrical mm -hmm. poles and things, yeah. Yeah, we've got like a little bit of a coastal plain um, that's full of rice paddies and, you know, farm roads and things like that uh, leading out to the beach. And then, uh, yeah, it's got the rolling hills that uh, gradually get bigger, turn into mountains. So yeah, it's a gorgeous place. Everybody come to Ishikawa. Yeah, we want to. We can tour your forest garden. I want to see mm -hmm. it. Um, but you went you went back this year. You went back home. Yeah. Um, how was it going home? Did you notice any reverse culture shock? Anything you missed about Japan? Anything no. you yeah? No, it was really um it was almost kind of like reassuring to go home. I had not to, to go in like a political direction here, but I just had like a really bad impression of America from the last few years. And it was, I mean, I'm from Massachusetts, so it's like a pretty liberal part of the country anyway, but like just, it was like so non-politically charged and American people are so friendly and outgoing and there's so much diversity um and i got to see my friends and family again and do stuff with my my kids and uh it was just yeah it was amazing and i felt um, I, it, it, I mean america feels more exotic to me than japan does at this point so it made me feel kind of like wow i'm not all that stuff back in japan's like not that interesting co compared to you know life in america it was weird. I guess that was kind of reverse culture shocky. Do you, are you in Ishikawa to stay or do you sometimes consider going back? Is that on your mind? Uh, not seriously. 
I mean, I'm open to opportunity, but we've like built a house here and my kids have a nice stable childhood and that's sort of paramount to anything. And being raised bilingual is so cool. Yeah, yeah. So it'd have to be a fat paycheck to get me to move back to America. Uh, we've got life. some some great comments. Uh, Mr. Miyazaki says, old hand is brutally real to me cathartic and tearsome but it's my soundtrack and i cannot stop playing it i love that thank you that's miyazaki miki on um on twitter who's a, a good guy that's awesome as far and as i can tell daniel gave us a clap yeah that's one of my my faves too um i also love uh just a dream and okay. it's it's kind of like oh the temples some of my favorite temples are incomplete Mm -hmm. uh, there is there is a beautiful temple on Miyajima Island that was never finished, and that's my favorite, the mm. Thousand Mat Hall, right? Yeah. And I kind of feel like Just a Dream is kind of incomplete, but it's left to the listener to maybe fill in. Is that right? Yeah, and also, I mean, it's describing a a, a dream, and it ends abruptly, like you wake up, and so. When I wrote that song, it's only like a minute long. And I and I was wondering, I talked to some friends like, you know, what how short is too short for a song? But I like that it's so sort of compact and um yet I feel like there's a lot sort of crammed into the the song. So yeah. Shall I do that one? Let's hear it. Yeah. I might screw this one up. It's kinda it's so simple, but it's it's, I don't know, it's tricky. On the um, album, by the way, it's like too fast. I like to play it a lot slower. It's easier to sing that way. I don't know what it means. You've been coming to me in my dreams. I can see your face so clear. We're talking as if it hasn't been years and years. We're cross-legged on the beach, orange light glowing, the gentlest breeze blowing your hair across your face. We both seem to like it here. and you were smiling I seem to be trying as the sun goes down if this went on forever it might be nice I open my eyes that's it that's it <laughs> nothing that's to it awesome. uh, Miyazaki Mr. Miyazaki says his beach cove is the most awesome place like our Point Doom Cove in Malibu, but friendlier. Stay in Japan, dude. <laughs> That's the plan for now, at least. That's awesome. Uh, connecting music and your chickens. Yes. Um, I love the video where you're singing a Taylor Swift song and your sometimes feisty Pino-chan seems yes. really happy. Yeah, she's, uh, I don't know if, the music had anything to do with it. it uh, her moods are fickle. Uh, 
sometimes she's like that and she'll sit with me on the on the porch and other times she's waiting for me in the walkway when I get home from work and she just charges me so yeah she's like the oldest chicken now too and she doesn't lay eggs anymore so she's sort of she's put out the pasture but yeah she's a weird she's a weirdo she's had a traumatic life but this is this is so interesting. Like in the last talk too, you were saying before you got silkies, you were told mm-hmm. they're so cuddly yeah. and really nice pets and they they love people. And mm-hmm. that has not been your experience. Not with her. And actually we had one before her who was also quite, you know, unpleasant. So the the, the rumors are lies, I have to say. But you still you still seem to enjoy having the chickens around as part of your garden experience. Is that right? I do. Yeah. And I, they've actually we, I don't uh, until recently, I haven't let them like free range completely in the garden because they do like destroy everything. But I'm kind of at a crossroads in the garden. Like I want to change some things around in the spring. So they've been having run of the place for basically the whole fall and it's just shredded. So, but things are going to change from, from spring. You're saying they like dust baths. Yes. They they like being in the, the garden that you're actually growing things in because it's a light, lighter dirt or something. Yeah. Well, you showed a picture earlier where they're all in the, the raised vegetable bed and that's like the, I have like four of those and three of them are empty and that one still has like a passion fruit and uh, something else growing in it. And that's the one that they all congregate in. I don't know, maybe because it's got some shade. Um, but yeah, it's I've given up, but it's kind of aggravating. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I, I thought was interesting. You're talking about the passive aggressive weed puller in your neighborhood. Yes. What is going on? Is it? I don't know. I never found out who it was. And um they they gave up eventually so yeah i i mean anybody who lives in any neighborhood in japan if you've got a garden and it even hangs over a little bit you'll have someone commenting uh, mm-hmm. if you don't pick up the leaves fast enough right like this is a real japanese thing you got to keep yeah. it tidy um so that that video of you just weeding got a lot of views. You, you yeah, I guess it did. People yeah. like to see you weeding and cutting your trees and stuff. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was a time lapse video. So those are always fun. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't know why my house in particular gets a lot of weeds popping up around the sidewalk. And uh, I feel like, you know, why is it my responsibility to maintain the, the sidewalk? It's like city property. But yeah. So you like, you do, don't do see the direct connection between your garden and the weeds outside? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would Mystery stick with that JJ. story. Yeah, stick with that. That might work. And then slugs. Last time we talked, you were oh, talking yeah. about um, slugs, like repellent. No, no, no. The the driftwood was collecting ah, right, a right, lot right. of slugs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are normal slugs, though. This is like a mountain slug or something. And I don't see these too often, but that was on my shed. It wasn't even near the the garden proper. Oh, my God. But, yeah, 
Do you get and those down in Hiroshima? Those massive? No, oh, no, okay. that's massive. Yeah. And then you had like a, a special non-pesticide way to get rid of them that you talked about last time. Oh, yeah. Ammonia. You mix, yeah, yeah. Ammonia water and uh, soap and water. And you just sort of mix it up in a spray bottle. And that just melts the uh, normal slugs. Wow. Yeah. And then it, you know, it doesn't harm your, your cabbages. Yeah. Cause they will, they'll eat through all your veggies, mm. right? Yeah. I've also uh, heard if you put beer in like a little dish, they all climb into that too. And cockroaches. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Cockroaches attracted to old beer for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> in case you want both, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, how about we hear starting older? Okay. Can you, do you want to tell us the backstory? Yeah. Uh, so this, I wrote this. So the, the, the album that I, I came out with is like, there are nine songs and three of them are uh, old. Like I wrote when I used to live in uh, Saitama and I was working in a, a Kaiwa conversation school, like not a super happy time of my life in Japan. Um, and so this song is sort of inspired by that sort of like, you know, why, why me? Pity me. My life is so hard. Um, yeah. So, but also trying to like be optimistic and positive. So yeah, this is one of those old songs. And also that I lived in an apartment and the people below it would like, set their stereo to go off at like five o'clock in the morning and then they wouldn't be home and it would just play. Um, and so, th yeah, that's kind of part of where the opening of this uh, song starts, remembering that. Can you hear the guitar okay? There's one star shining bright For once this place is quiet And I hope it'll last a little longer Sometimes I get so tight That I can't sleep at night And I don't want to be here anymore And one says that's just life The other says it ain't right but Neither tells me how to win the fight When the birds start to sing It's a sign that everything is starting over sunrise more than starry skies I feel more alive in that light as I grow old and wise the more time seems to fly the years 
trees all pick up speed as they go by. Carrying me through life. I admit sometimes that I pretend to know where I'm going. When the birds start to sing, it's a sign that everything is a little older. Watching the sunrise through my cloudy eyes, we all come back to life after the night. And in that morning light, forget who's wrong or right, just grab the one you love and hold him tight. When the birds start to sing, it's a sign that everything isn't over. Awesome. I wish you could see my guitar, but like my bed is behind me and I don't know. <laughs> nobody needs to see that. No, we're happy seeing you. That's okay. awesome. Um, so your album is called Before Dark. Yes. And in that song, you're talking a lot about light mm. and the light of the day. And a lot of your beautiful photos are either at the very beginning of the day, at dawn, at the end mm. of the day. Um, does that seem to inspire you in your life? I guess. I mean, that's the only time <laughs> I have time to take pictures these days uh, <laughs> when I'm when I before and after work. But um, yeah, I guess it's a sort of imagery that pops up unconsciously. I don't uh, do it. it. It's just, uh, yeah, not on purpose. And no, you've no, had... I, like I need to diversify my lyrics a bit. Yeah, well, no, I, it's very important to me. I get, mm. you know, if you're if you're visiting somewhere or you're, it's that time of year where there's a lot of rain. It's very dark. Mm. It definitely affects your moods, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are like peaceful times of the day, also, and you know, my head is clear usually. So. Uh, so these are nine songs on mm. the album. Yes. Do you have more in you? Are there future albums in your mind? I hope so. I so like I just recently I really decided because I've been like waffling about writing songs for years, and I recently something just clicked where I'm like, actually, you know what I did was I sort of challenged myself to because I always do cover songs on the Bean Pod. And I decided like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an album and I'm gonna do a new song every week on the Bean Pod and uh, like my own songs. And I actually did it. And I don't think that's a sustainable uh, level of output, but I, I'm still writing songs and uh, yeah, I'm trying to make it like a permanent part of my life is to be writing 
so far so good. And least. you're inspired by the creativity of others like Gajin Mama to make, yes. to make new ones that fit her projects as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like that sort of thing was also, I realized like I can write these goofy songs in like 15 minutes. I've got like some ability to write songs if I like focus more and put a little more time into it. I can probably write like earnest songs as well. So, but it's good to write a goofy one once in a while just to not get too bogged down and being serious. That's always taking taking yourself not too mm. seriously is always yeah. something worth striving for. Definitely. Um, <laughs> talking about your your garden, your mm. forest garden, you're raising chickens, you're trying to uh, be more self-sufficient in how you live. Mm. There's so many things. And then, of course, your great community that you're building around your music and your projects as well. Um, but you also have some great very like environmental focused mm. uh, tweets and, and stuff on social media, which I picked up. I love this Isn't rice bag yeah. reused as a carrier bag. Where did you find this? Niigata. Yeah, it was at a, like a Michino Eki. Um, we, uh, I'm spacing on the name, but it was, um, we went on this, this Dragondola. It's at like Naiba ski resort or something, maybe. It's the longest gondola in Japan. It's like five kilometers long. And then so that there's a like quite a big Michinoeki like right around there. If you like Google Maps it, it should be easy to find. But that's where I saw it. But then I looked, it's you can people are making those and selling them online as well. So Yeah, because I pretty, saw it and I was like, Oh, this is they're genius. pretty hardy, right? The paper is yeah. quite thick and easy to use for a long time. I bought um some bags reused from like plastic signage mm -hmm. from around oh, okay. Japan and they were reusing into bags and I've used those for years. So yeah. anything I'm... that extends the life of the, mm -hmm. the material, right? Yeah. And then you kind of got involved with a, a change petition about some dodgy project in your area. What's, what's become of that? Yeah, we're still, so uh, my town bought uh, this sort of chunk of, yeah, as you can see there, that sort of like chunk of really natural forest. And they're planning to um, just like knock it down and build a, a neighborhood to attract more people to uh, the town that I live in. And so we're, and they've also been quite underhanded in like they they accepted some uh there was like a period where re local re residents could you know voice their concern or or their opinions about the project and then they in a very sort of superficial way addressed the comments that they received and like when when they asked when some people asked for like some documents to show how this whole project like came about it, there, it was all like blacked out. And so um, there's a woman in my neighborhood who's like really just motivated and she's great. And she's like organizing everything and she's having monthly meetings with local people. And we're actually going to trying to meet with the mayor to um, that this town ha has a cafe talk with the mayor and uh, it's probably his nightmare that he has to show up and it's going to be a bunch of people like 
holding his feet to the fire, but that's that's coming up. And so it's still in flux. Um, but hopefully, I mean, there's so many other places that they could develop that are not as naturally valuable as as that chunk of forest. So, yeah, yeah I, I had this conversation with Rochelle Kopp mm -hmm. because there is a forested area in Tokyo, which is under danger of being redeveloped. We had the same thing happen in Hiroshima. Our only big green park was mm -hmm. redeveloped into a big concrete stadium. Yeah. So. You know, it's it's crazy that in 2022, we're deciding to cut down beautiful, pristine forest, which is making us all healthy, mm -hmm. when we have a lot of abandoned neighborhoods, which could be redeveloped, right? Yeah. There's one, like, right nearby that has probably close to 100 lots that are already plumbed and have gas, and it's like the neighborhood was built the roads are already like cracking. It's been in existence for that long. And they're, they're not even selling the, the plots of land. Like that's all already there. And you want to just knock down this forest. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to, no, to my uneducated crazy. eyes. So thank you for sharing that. And um, is that petition still going on? Can people still? I think so. It? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can uh, retweet it again. Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, I'll try yeah, to add the now. link below if people are interested yeah. in signing the change.org does a lot of great yeah. petitions. Yeah, I've, I haven't really been involved. It is kind of a case of like, not in my backyard. They've come for my trees now. And it's, I mean, you know, I, I probably should have been more involved and aware before now, but it's sort of woken me up. Well, it, it, when it happens in your neighborhood, you, you mm. definitely more key in <laughs> right. because it's, it's happening to you. Whereas yeah. it happens across the country. You're like, oh, I hope they work it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But Best good for you yeah. getting involved. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we have time for one more. Okay. Okay. One more song. Yeah, sure. Uh, favorite season. I would love to end on that one. Is okay. that all right? It's another one of the dark from the dark days of Saitama. Ooh. But I actually really like this, the lyrics of this song, like thematically, I'm kind of proud of this one, so. Turn on the light before the dark. 
playing games with my brain. about what's right I just pour a glass and let the evening pass and in the end I give up without a That's my favorite from the album, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I find myself humming it sometimes. Good. And Thanks. yeah, thinking back on it. Uh, Mr. Miyazaki says, cuts to the bone, this tune and lights up my vault. Love, love, love <laughs> it. Awesome. He's got a way with and, words. Yeah. He's a poet. Yeah. And Christian says, uh, love the honesty in your lyrics, Casey. Well, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, also, my kids had a listen, so thank you for the musical and hopefully environmental education. Ooh, very nice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there might as the as you get more involved in protecting your local forests, there might be some new environmental themes coming out in your podcasts and your songs, right? Yes, there could be. I try to keep it light, but uh, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you have to get serious, right? Yeah. Well, you know, as long as you keep keep your sense of humor, yeah. even though you do have your serious parts and then you do not take yourself too seriously mm. and you realize there are limitations to right. what can happen in a short amount of time. I've learned that a lot, trying yeah. to focus on sustainability for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to recalibrate your uh, expectations a bit, huh? Absolutely. And you, you have to be accepting of the little efforts that people are making mm -hmm. because it, little effort is still great. You know? Yeah, really right. Helpful. When a lot of people don't do anything. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I really, really appreciate all the music, all the pods, all the great community building. Now, big question. What are you going to do if Twitter goes bust? But I, I don't know. Maybe just go to Mastodon. Maybe nothing. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do. You know, I've made so many good friends on Twitter over the last few years, so I'll have to seek them out in some capacity. But uh, I'm I'm uh, optimistic. I think it's mostly much ado about nothing. 
but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking about getting somewhere else, but I love being on Twitter and pretty much this whole series is all mm-hmm. people I've connected to. Right. 400 right. people through Twitter connections. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing. Yeah, you know, I've wanted like Twitter blue for forever. Like I'm willing to pay for it so I can put Ooh. longer videos hey, and come on. That's yeah. all you need, right? So like if he if if Elon brings finally launches Twitter blue in Japan, like I mean that that'll be a positive thing, I think. But he is kind of a clown, so we'll oh, see yeah. where it goes, right? Yes. Um, but you, Casey, you're my first live music guest Ooh. on the show out of 400. You're the only musician to play oh, music cool. live. How fantastic. I, I hope I do great numbers for you. <laughs> uh, even three people <laughs> enjoying it is good enough for me. Yeah. Um, Mr. Miyazaki says, hey, folks, can we do this again sometime? So see, people enjoying it. I would love to. I'm still writing uh, songs. I didn't play all the songs off the album yet. So even if I, my creative well runs dry, I've still got a few left in the, in the tank. Good. Let's so. do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get back in. Maybe every every six months. What do you think? You have sure, some new yeah. songs for us. Yeah. Is that, that a challenge accepted? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I need. I, I'm. I, I work well with a little bit of pressure. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. six months. Six months from now will okay. be what month? May. Okay. May 2023. Yeah. End of right. May 2023. You heard it here, folks. Okay. We're gonna some, have some spring spring tinted songs and probably some dark winter tunes as well. And defending the Satoyama. Yes, we can do an update on that. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much you for having so me much, back. It's awesome. All right. Thanks, Thanks everyone for, for listening, joining. everybody. Yeah. Watching. Well, that was great. So fun. Next time we can maybe get you hanging futons around just for atmosphere. Okay, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Get, get in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a great night. Take care. Bye. Around and around and around in the middle of my classroom. I show my tears to you. I'm stronger. I dropped the armor. Now I'm bolder.